I'm panicking. Why? Well, because you're shaking your head at me because I'm not as technical as I should be at this point. I'm I'm holding up the pop shield because I've just broken the bloody thing. It's nine o'clock where you are. I've just been on the smash in Vancouver. <laughs> We're all over the shop. Welcome to the show. <laughs> You've just been on the smash in Vancouver. You've had a whole night's sleep. I've been on the smash this afternoon. Well, you, yeah, you went for your afternoon tea. Yeah, I went for my afternoon tea, but I still had four champs. You don't look like you've had four champs, though. You look like you've just woken up like Sleeping Beauty with your makeup <laughs> on and like looking all fit. I look like I've just woken up from the night on the smash. Well. What's new, mate? No, well, I tell what, you what, that is that is new. I have I have not had a yeah. night out apart from you know last week with my birthday. I had that. It was all on my own. But yeah. last night was the one and only time that I've actually been out with the cast of yeah. this show. You went out uh, with all of them. I thought you were just going out for dinner with one. There's five. There was five of us. There's five of us last right. night. Right. Okay. Uh, one of them is the same age as me. The others are half my age. Okay. Brilliant. Now, I can't... Ha- when was the last time you went out on a <laughs> Saturday night with people that are half your age? I can't remember the last time I did it. I got stuck in. Oh, it was excellent. It was excellent. What do you mean? Oh, God. Don't be so disapproving. Do you know what was lovely? Because yeah. when you're going, when you're going out with people who who really wanted to hear, they really wanted to hear my stories and my experiences of this industry. And they wanted my advice. They wanted to know what to look out for in the industry and stuff like that. I felt like, I felt like an old wizard of, of the, the, the TV and film industry. Crispy wizard. Crispy Wizard. I called you Crispy Wizard just saying that. <laughs> yeah, you did. What's the... Well, well, it was because you just got back from work. You looked really like a wizard at the time, but you also were really tired out and dehydrated and it just seemed like a really funny, appropriate thing to call you a crispy wizard. So basically, we have one week till we reunite. Yes. How, how, how are you feeling about that? Um... Oh, obviously, we're really looking forward to seeing you. It's going to be amazing. We've got... We, so we how, are basically... how long have we had away? I don't know. It's about four or five weeks, isn't it? It's five. But, I think it's five weeks. So, what, so Freddie and I are flying to Los Angeles on Saturday, and we're having two weeks um, in Los Angeles with Chris. And we're meeting him there. He's flying down from Vancouver. So we're going to get back together, and we're going to probably have a couple of weeks off the podcast just so that we can fully So that chill. we can, like, reconnect properly. Because Absolutely. it is hard. We got to do. We got to do. We're, we're seasoned pros at this, but we've got to do this merry little dance of getting back into each other's world. Yeah, absolutely. We've both been in different places, different time zones, different stuff going on. Yeah. We usually, 
when we get back together, we go, everything's great. Everything's really great, right? Everything's brilliant, right? And then we have a massive, <laughs> then we have a massive, massive argument. I'm like, get just... out of my kitchen. This <laughs> is my kitchen now. But yeah. then, even though I'm like, I don't like cooking. <laughs> why can't you just, why can't you just pick up the towels? I would always pick up the towels, that kind of, that kind of thing. Oh, last week I didn't have to pick up the towels. Now I do. All that. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, we're going like to take a... When you, when you concertina your trousers and your pants down into one little squashed pack where you get in the shower, and I'm just like, you could just take them off and lie them on the stool, but no, just concertina right down to the floor. Yeah, like I've, <laughs> like I've kind of vanished into thin air and the, yeah. the, the trousers yeah. just, just kind of drop. just down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can I just stop you there for a minute? Right. Chris is holding his bloody pop shield up. I can't believe we're still battling with the pop shield. Last week, he forgot to plug his mic in, right? This week, you went and spent a, how much money on the pop shield and you've just got to snap it off the top. I just said to you before you snapped it, in my very presence, I just said yeah. to you, why don't you just get something else to clip it onto? It doesn't have to be the microphone. I think I was panicking because I, I think I was panicking because I saw your face. You had You had the face of like... Uh, it's Sunday night, it's nine o'clock, I've got to go to bed soon. He's faffing around with a pop shield. <laughs> He's obviously hung over. I can't deal with this. There probably was an element of that going Your on. impatient face is so obvious to me now. Anyway, to save any more dramas of like trying to transport microphones and blah, 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 we just thought we're going to have a break for a couple of weeks and we'll see you on the other side. <laughs> See you on so the other this, side. So this see, will be our last episode um, until we're back from America. But we had uh, a little post go out last week because for the next branch of our show, this is episode 20. And going forward, we would like this to be a much more interactive podcast, wouldn't we, Chris? A collaborative. Yeah, we want to hear your stories, your experiences. Yeah. Oh, we've had some we've had some fantastic emails so far. I mean, we're we're we building have. we're building them all up so that we can kind of do a segment where Yeah, so we're gonna do a segment every week, hopefully, where we feature one of the listeners stories or experiences i.e whatever grinds their gears what use has purchased they've acquired over the years you know what scary stories have happened to them etc etc any of our segments you can write in about someone someone sent one uh, a great origin of words actually mm-hmm. that I, I thought it was i thought it was really good so yeah. you all listening to us and the people that know us like personally in real life send us text messages and mm-hmm. and people that don't know us in real life will leave uh, emails or we'll leave comments on Instagram and stuff like that. But Jen and I are noticing that it's reinforcing whatever we're doing here with this podcast, whatever we are doing <laughs> is is connecting with a lot of people, which is it just is. just lovely. I mentioned to Jen, I was like, oh, maybe this is season two. You know, we've had 20 episodes. Let's have season two when we get back. But Jen went, no, because then we'll have to go back to episode one, season two. You prefer to have like thousands of episodes, and so the next well, one. Well, I think it's it's just chronologically easier, isn't it? Just, you're chronologically easier. If, if you see episode thirty-eight, you're chronologically easier. I would like to say a massive thank you to Tom Kelly, by the way, who oh. is an speaking of people we we don't know, but absolutely adore. We don't know him. He lives on the. I think he lives on the. East Coast of America. Um, I can't remember quite where, but he was an early fan of the show and he has been so kind and helpful with technical 
issues and things that we've had recording remotely and he's really well, helped he, he works in this in this world doesn't he well he edits podcasts and he, right. he works he literally he literally but he does more than that he does like the sound for podcasts and things like that so he's, yeah, he's kind of been our technical guru hasn't he yeah he's been amazing he's helped so helped supportive with microphones and you know what things to get and everything so thank you tom but he said to me the other day over a message that you know he he's very busy and his job it's a busman's holiday because his job is podcasts so he's listening to podcasts all day every day and he said he still makes time to listen to ours because he loves it isn't that nice amazing so um so that was a real like buzz you know what and just going just going back to the night out last night with the guys mm-hmm. and the conversations that we're having, like the the tone of the evening was so encouraging. And it really made me think about surrounding yourself with people that elevate you. Of course, yeah. Okay, because we there's always like someone who's, whose glass is half empty. And you and I, I think on the whole, are kind of glass overflowing type people well we see the good in everybody don't we we try and we try and find the good in everybody yes and I think I've been kind of surrounding myself with people sometimes who don't elevate me and I'm not saying I want to have a friend cull or I want to have a you know uh, I want to eject all of that in my life because you know, these people are part of the story, part of the journey that have made us who we are. I think people are too quick to cull friends these yeah. days. And I think it's very trendy oh, to, to say... To, 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 to cancel people. Yeah, and to say, I don't need this energy in my life. I just think that that's just a bit rude. You know, if you don't want to see somebody as often, but to actually upfront go and say to somebody, I don't like your energy, you're you're not bringing anything to my life anymore, mm. and I don't want to be it your seems, friend. It seems quite a popular thing. You, you read or, or hear about it a lot. I actually think, whether it's family or friends... There's, there is a responsibility there, and I will take that on to a certain degree. I'm not going to just dump yeah. somebody. Because... Well, if someone's if someone's not in a great place, it's an opportunity as someone who's been in their life to go, what's going on? And because our friendships in this cast is all relatively new, you're getting the best version. We're giving the best version of each other. Exactly. Would you like to ask me about my day? Yes, I would. Have I been banging on too much? <laughs> I think you are a little bit. You're so impatient today. I just feel like I'm listening to a self-help book, which I've already read. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> That's such a burn. That, I'm, listen, <laughs> I'm listening to a self-help book that I've already read. <laughs> oh, my God. Jenny, tell me about your day, please. <laughs> I just wanted to lighten it up a bit. Um, so my day, well, I always had it planned, didn't I? I was, um, uh, a lovely friend, Faye and Jenny and, and Laura decided, um, to surprise me with a late birthday afternoon tea, which was very nice. So we went out for that today, but because we planned to do the podcast tonight, I was like, oh, it's a champagne, uh, afternoon tea. So I better be a little bit careful how many I have, but I still managed to have a good four, which was lovely. You seem pretty good on it. I'm pretty good on it, actually. And then I had my, an extra two-thirds of a glass because um, Laura convinced the waiter that I could sing for my some free champagne. And did you? So 
I did, yeah, because the piano was the piano was a bit out of tune. What did you but sing? I sang "Chasing Cars" because that's what Laura asked me to sing, and Love everybody it. Yep. loved it. Everybody loved it, and then I sang. Um, did you get a round of applause afterwards? I did. Oh, how did that feel? That must have been and cool. I got a glass of champagne. It was pretty cool because I think it was like it's in a hotel, and I think normally they probably would have had a pianist on, but I think in this day and age, it's one of the first things that people cull. Is the live music vibe, and it was I missing know, a bit of atmosphere. That. Is that a post-COVID thing? They're just yeah. like, well, it's not necessary, so let's not have entertainment. I think it's probably COVID thing, and probably like, um, um, I think you know, like a cost of living crisis thing now as well. It's like so, so I think they were quite pleased. And then the girls were like, available for events, and weddings. And <laughs> it was really sweet. Are you ready to go back to California for a bit? Oh, yeah. I'm really looking forward to a bit of sunshine. I'm looking forward to reconnecting with our, all our American lot. Um, and just, you know, and Freddie seeing some pals out in America. It's going to be amazing. How are you feeling about it? Um, well, I feel like I'm kind of in it because even though people are Canadian, uh, there's still that kind of, you know, I feel more connected to the American culture than you would right now. Of course you do. I'm going uh, to... I'm going to give myself like a couple of days to reset from this job. Mm -hmm. It's been it's been brutal. I, I mean, I've never known a schedule like it. The night shoots that we're doing. I, I've never known you work so hard on the job. I don't think. I mean, you say, like, oh, I'm working so hard. No, just working so long. I mean, yeah, that for people that don't know, you know, contractually, most most kind of uh, sets you you work you know, for 10 to 12 hours if you're in that whole day. But the crew, and sometimes us, have been there, have been in the work environment or travelling to that work environment for 20 hours of the 24-hour day. It's mental. So, yeah. I mean, the conversations around, like, makeup and hair and all these kind of things, that people are feeling the burnout of this. And remember, I've, I've mm -hmm. only just... I've, I've come in for the last episode of the season. And basically, if I'm going to do like a really bad analogy here, yeah, it's like <laughs> they are a football team who have got all the way through a competition and they're now at the final. Yeah. They've performed really, really well. They're a fantastic team, like in terms of they've done 10 episodes and they've, they've worked so hard since October they've been here. And then I... Yeah. I'm like that player who's been brought on in the 90th minute to take a penalty. Yeah. The pressure that is on me to, because if I don't score that penalty, you know, it's going to be a huge letdown for the team that have worked so hard. That's what, that's what it feels like. Yeah, but it is a bad analogy because, of course, you're going to score the penalty. It's just how well are you going to score the penalty? Is it going to go in the top corner and it'll be a complete and utter glory kick? Or is it going to trickle in down the side out of luck? You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm hoping, it, I'm hoping it's not that one. <laughs> um, that would be terrible. People go like, oh, what was it like working with Chris Gear? Oh, he took the penalty and it barely went in. <laughs> I, I hope I've I hope I've scored the, the a really good penalty. I hope I have. I'm sure you've scored and I'm sure <laughs> <coughs> excuse me, I've still got the end of this cough. Um I'm sure you've scored a brilliant penalty, darling. Oh.
Can't wait to see you in America. I can't wait to see you. Uh, my 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 voice my voice is going. I mean, speaking to uh, Beth, who's my wonderful manager, uh, she's great. She mm-hmm. <laughs> she lost her voice this week, right? Yeah, Did totally, she? totally lost it. And wow. when it when it came back, wow! How does she cope with that? I know she talks, she talks a, lot. a lot. Beth talks so, a lot, and her job is to talk a lot to people. She's arranging appointments and auditions yeah. and things like that. And I spoke to her. <laughs> I've never heard anyone who sounded more like Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't know she'd lost her voice, so I was like, "Hey, Beth," and she was like, "Hey, Harry Potter." It was all. It was so whispery. <laughs> yeah. I was like, all right, Voldemort. (laughs) (laughs) And I've lost my voice like twice on this. Did you see the thing I tagged you on on Instagram? Annabelle Williams. Oh, yeah. The voice coach, yeah. She was saying what I was saying to you the other day. Don't whisper. You need to mark it. Don't whisper, but don't push either. You've got to just mark it, which is kind of like ease off it a little Mm. bit. But you're still connecting the chords properly. Well, it's interesting because I, I started off when I was doing theatre and it's all about projection. It's all about telling the story to the back of the room. And so that's how I learned. And then more and more kind of TV I'm doing, specifically on This Is Us, I remember, because the majority of the shots are very close on, on the actor, the, the voice can be... Minimal. So minimal. Like, yeah. under well, it's the same. It's the same with... Uh, I started my career in opera... And what you're taught, the whole technique of opera, the reason that opera singers sound like opera singers is the fact that you're learning a technique that was employed by singers 200 years ago, way before there was any amplification and they had to be heard above an orchestra, yeah. right? If you have to reach, you have to sing above an orchestra, the only thing that gets through is is resonance. And projection is an overused word because you you just said, oh, you had to project, but... Did anyone actually teach you how to project uh, no. safely? Or did you just, just, they just went, do it loudly, <laughs> which is not the right technique at all. No. So, you know, this, this is what frustrates me because you're an actor who's told all these things or a singer that's told sing louder in a school choir, but people don't instruct you properly how to do that. It takes years to train yeah. how to do that with your voice properly. And that's what people don't understand. They expect it to just happen straight away. And if you get it wrong, like I have a couple of times this week, mm-hmm. you turn into Voldemort. Yeah. Well, you lose your voice so quickly if you're misusing it. That's the problem. We need to have a little bit of a singing lesson, don't we, mate? Yeah. What segment do you want to do today? Uh, well, you choose one. Uh, yeah, I've got one, actually. I've got a useless Go purchase. You ready? Oh, have yeah. you? Go on, then. Right. Roll the jingle. Roll the jingle. Did you buy a useless thing? Did you waste your money? On your useless purchases, don't you think it's funny? We don't think it's funny. It's not funny. Don't you waste your money. Don't waste your money. Tell me of your useless purchases. Useless. Um, so I only do this probably once a year. Uh, I only buy this once a year. Actually, for my birthday this year, you bought me these things. So, All right. so my useless purchase for today is yeah. underwear. Buying underwear. Were they useless, the ones I bought you? They're the, the, the wrong size. You've bought them, basically they might fit Freddie. What, you always insist on medium pants. You've always said, I like medium pants, but I'm a medium, no, a medium. No, no, I am, so I I am 100% medium. a large panted guy, right? <laughs> but this is my useless purchase connection. Mm-hmm. You know, like akin to earrings. If you buy yeah. underwear and it doesn't fit, you're fucked. 
Yeah. You can't you can't take it back. You can't go, oh, I've been no. walking around in this underwear and it's it doesn't feel right. You buy it and you yeah. are completely <laughs> taking a massive risk. I don't know how this this make of underwear fits me, how it looks, how it feels. <laughs> it's a huge MF in risk. It is. And I went to uh TK Maxx or TJ mm-hmm. Maxx as it's called over here. Yeah. Um and well, that's where I got yours from for your birthday. You did, and you got me medium, yeah. and they are really yeah. small. I tell you what you do. You go to Marks and Spencers, and for some reason, they let you try on your pants in, in uh, well, for the American listeners, we're talking about underwear. We're not talking about your trousers. So if you go into Marks and Spencers here, or you go into any department store uh, in America or the UK, you can you can try on your underwear. So gross. <laughs> I mean, you have to try it on over your other underwear. No, if you try it on over your trousers, that's an in- inaccurate representation of whatever size you are. I didn't say try it on over your trousers, you burk. I said <laughs> looking try- <laughs> like looking like some really bad superhero with like pants over. I said try it on over your underwear that you're wearing. But anyway, you can't do that if you buy them in a box from TK Maxx. I understand that. Or TJ Maxx. So what happened when you went... Actually, and what what happened when you went <laughs> so to the impatient. second lot? You're so impatient. <laughs> Your face is like, Sorry, oh, God, like he's that. still talking. Just let him finish, whatever. <laughs> You're like so like I'm already I'm already editing it. You're so over it. I'm already editing <laughs> it in my head going, okay, cut. <laughs> okay. Oh, Crimp, stop being so boring with your underwear chat. Right, go on, go on boring. Well, I bought I bought three chat. pairs of underwear yeah. and I uh, they they were twenty six dollars mm-hmm. uh for the three pairs. Don't roll your eyes. That's how much pants cost. Yeah, I know, I know. It, uh, that's how much they cost in uh, Canada. I know that. I'm just saying, did they not fit again? No. I've got them. What, did you buy large? Did I bought you buy large, large. But I should have bought extra large. <laughs> May. I don't know what the rules are. I don't know so, what the rules oh, we've are. We've basically got 50 quid's worth of, of underwear that's totally useless for you. What a waste of time. <laughs> What a useless purchase. <laughs> you could probably tell, listeners, by now, that I'm the accelerator in our relationship and Jen is the brakes, <laughs> right? It is cause for a little bit of, of friction at Accelerator brakes. My glass is overflowing. Jen's is neutrally balanced half glass. <laughs> Mine is a could go either way. Could go either way. Yeah, but it's good. It works because you're that. I feel like... You would have absolutely hated seeing me out with the with the kids last night. Oh, you I know. You would have been like eye roll emoji. Look at him; he's trying to be cool. He's trying to hang out with the kids. <laughs> All these kind of like so, your eyes so far in the back of your head, going, <laughs> "Oh God, look at him attempting to be cool." I was doing shots. I was uh, telling jokes. Oh, good. The 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 kids these days um, seem like they're. They're all they're all financially savvy, uh, whereas when I was that age, I wasn't at all. I was like twenty one, working on a TV show. Uh, I was like buying underwear all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's the end of useless purchases. Tell me of your useless purchases. Useless, Jen. You look like you're going to explode with frustration. <laughs> I can't work out whether I'm uh, finding you adorable or a little bit scared of you. <laughs> Are you scared of me? Don't be scared of me. No, it's just 
It's just that because it's Sunday and you've just woken up and you're all giggly and, and you've had your nice night out and you, you've got a whole day sprawling in front of you, whereas I've got school, I've got washing, I've got to get to bed. Oh, I get it. Um, and, and I'm a little bit like, you're just off on your chat about how you're feeling about everything. <laughs> and, you know? and I'm like... Can we just get on with it? You're like nodding, going, Uh, I'm really happy for you. And then a massive sign that's, I'm not happy for you. You're really pissing me off. No, I am really, I'm really happy for you. I'm really happy for you. Um, So this isn't like a segment, but I do think that maybe we should have a segment which is like something to do with awkward, uh, awkward occurrences or something like that. Awkward occurrences. It doesn't sound very catchy, does it? (laughs) No. <laughs> Roll the well, jingle. What would you call it? Roll, awkward occurrences. <laughs> I quite like it because it's quite awkward to say. What? So, so what's hang on, what's, know, the, like, what's the context of this segment? Well, the well, that's what I'm trying to explain. So, like, if something happens and then you're like a little bit embarrassed about it, okay, you know, it's that orcs face that you make, you know, on the orc awkward emoji. Yeah. That one. Why did something happen? Did something occur that was awkward? Yes, what? something did occur that was awkward. All right, roll the jingle. I know you've had an awkward occurrence. How did it make you feel? I know you like that slightly awkward occurrence. Awkward occurrences. Okay, so when it happened the other day, I thought, I must talk about this on the podcast because this isn't the first time this has happened. And I'm sure it happens to most people. So you'll be able to identify yourself here. So I was just in the supermarket and um, I was going down like the first aisle. And you know how when you go around the supermarket, you notice different people, like you might see a baby in a Tesco's trolley, like, oh, he's cute, isn't he, or whatever. Or you notice, like, a cute old couple who are shopping yeah. together for, like, a bit of salad or whatever. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Love a bit of salad, those old people. <laughs> those old people. But occasionally, you make eye contact with a random, and you're like, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to... Ooh. And, then, and then maybe a little conversation is struck up, like, like you might say something like, oh, can't believe they're out of radishes again. And they're like, oh, <laughs> yeah. no. Supermarket chat. And then you have a little like to and fro together and it's like very pleasant and then you think oh that's nice had a little bit of a a little bit of a chit chat anyway go go see you later bye where are the where are the eggs around here (laughs) you know you realize that you're going opposite directions down the aisle because you pass each other but you're going round the next aisle so you end up meeting them again in the middle of the next aisle and you're like and then you do the old all right (laughs) look at us look at us by the butter this time (laughs) (laughs) You go to the end of that aisle and you both go around the other way. You're still going opposite ways and you keep meeting each other the whole way down. Oh, hi. Uh, all right. Do you remember when we were flying to America that one day mm-hmm. and we saw Stephen Merchant yeah. at the airport? I do remember. Right. So Stephen Merchant's <laughs> at the airport and the first, the first, I'm, oh, I'm yeah. not sh- I remember this. I'm not, I'm not shy to introduce myself. No. If I liked someone, I was like, yeah. oh, it's lovely. It's lovely to meet you. And yeah. he was a really, really nice, pleasant guy. <laughs> and I saw, I saw him, you know, and that was a non-awkward situation. We were all just hanging around. And I was like, hey, it's lovely to meet you. Well, you know, we share the same publicist. So, yeah. you know, we had something in common. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, excellent. And then about half an hour later, yeah. I go to the toilet 
<laughs> and he's in the toilet as yeah. well. And so it, then you go to phase two of the awkwardness. So you're like... Huh. Do you actually acknowledge the awkwardness? Like, this yeah. is awkward. Do you go, oh, we had a really nice chat like half an hour ago. We can see that we're in each other's vicinity here. Do we say anything? Or is it like a nod? Like, huh, you need the toilet at the same time as me type look. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. But when we'd done the flight, mm-hmm. been the 12-hour flight got off the plane, see him again, and we're queuing in immigration, which is the same setup as the supermarket you were just yeah. talking about, yeah. where you're going down one aisle, turning <laughs> back and going across again. And if you can imagine, me and Stephen Merchant mm-hmm. were going line by line yeah, by yeah. line, crossing each other. <laughs> so on the on the fourth time of passing each other, I was like, oh, I don't, I've, I've got nothing now. No. I've got nothing. I, I can't even do eye contact. So I knew he was It was getting to that point of the line where we were going to pass each other again. Yeah. <laughs> You're just like, oh my God. You're just like, this is terrible. And the connection between us and Stephen Merchant that day kind of really frittered away by, by the end of immigration. Like, it's all over. If there was any chance of us being friends, it's not happening now. It's over now. Yeah, it's over now. Brilliant. I enjoyed that segment. I'm going to have to write a bloody jingle for it, aren't I? I know you like slightly awkward occurrence. Uh, do you want to close up the show today? I do want to close up the show today. Jen, do the business bit. Guys, don't forget, please do send us your stories because we really want to hear from you. And you can get in touch, as you well know by now, at thegearsears at gmail.com. How do you spell gears, Chris? G-E-E-R-E-S. And how do you spell ears? The normal way. Thank you. And do like us. Do rate us. Do like us. Do like us. Do like us. And please Please like us. On podcasts, Spotify, all the rest of it. Helps us immensely. Also, as we're getting back together in six days time, wish us luck. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully we'll be back for season two and not divorced. We'll be fine. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a fantastic experience. I'd like to thank uh, Vancouver and. Uh, Are you serious? I'd like to thank the universe. It's been it's been brilliant on this job. I am ready to finish. I'm ready to see you and reconnect with you and Fred's. I think I'm very proud of you and us for managing to still do the show so far away and under totally different circumstances that we're used to. So, well done. Thank you for doing all the editing. Well done, mate. Well, thank you. Thank you for, you know, turning up. And I appreciate it. That's basically all I do, isn't it? Just show up. You do everything else. No, I really appreciate it. I love doing this and I can't do it without you. I can't do it without you. Right, guys. So the next time you hear from us, we'll be in the same room again. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? Do you prefer being oh in the same room God. or do you prefer... I just wanted to... I thought we were just going to do the ending, Chris. To keep starting another conversation every time. Okay, so I'm going to say bye. Jenny, you're going to say bye. Say bye. 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 See you in a couple of weeks. Wish us luck. Bye. Bye. What are you rolling your eyes about? What's wrong? We're just saying goodbye. We haven't got an ending. What do you mean? What kind of ending do you want? I don't know. We normally have a little ending at the end, don't we? Where we like chatting friends or something. Brilliant. Au revoir.
There's your ending. <laughs> All right, that'll do.